Stolen Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today I have a guest from Sri Lanka, uh, just for a change, uh, in Badushu Nathabitharana. You know, I think I got the name right. I'm not quite an expert, but I think I got it. His thumbs up, we're good. So Badushu is uh, a founder and, and, and a desti destiny architect, he says, of the Luminary Learning Solutions, uh, which is a training organisation in Sri Lanka, and High Five Consultancy. And I think it's the largest training group in Sri Lanka, I think. Um, he's nodding his head, so it must be right. Um, Vidushu is a seasoned trainer, uh, a consultant with, to me, impeccable tacit knowledge. He, 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 he can recall and he's a good storyteller, has a lot of stories to tell and we're gonna be tapping into one or two here today. And he converts that knowledge to me just into, just effortlessly into, effortlessly into content because he, he knows how to relate a story into something that's practical, that works. Um, he's, he's got a HR background, he's, he's, so he's solid in HR and HR initiatives. And he's won a lot of accolades around the world for, for his knack of simplifying the complex without diluting it. And in my discussions with him in the past, that is spot on. He can simplify things there again through stories. He's a coach, leadership trainer, and author, and he has taken and done some TEDx uh, talking where he's talked about learning, uh, facilitating learning, not training. And that's really what it is the practical aspects of learning. So, without any further ado, welcome, Vidusha. Now, Thank you what I'd like to say is we're talking, we're talking beforehand. Um, about, uh, you'll give me an example about uh, how you see ecosystems, leadership, corporate ecosystems working. Just explain a bit more about that. All right. So the, the whole idea is actually around my son's love for fish, um, live right. ones that is, not, not the ones you eat. Um, and, and he started collecting fish um, from a rather young age and over the years it becomes a bit of a, problematic area for my wife, but it's, it's his hobby. So whenever you have a tank inside a house, um, notice the fact that it looks beautiful for the first month and, and then it becomes horribly wrong after that. And, um, and, and the pain of contention always with the wife is you, you have these tanks and, and they're algae filled and you know, you've got to clean it every single month. Can't you find something easier to do? And Truth be told, my son outgrew his tank because there was not enough space in it for all the fish he wanted to carry. And he found these little basins, the aluminum basins that you find, which, which we used to bathe in, which were just lying around and set up a few outside and put some little trees in it and um, some rocks in it. And without you realizing it, that didn't require half the attention that the fish tank required. Yeah, so and you just fill it with water and put the fish in. He filled it with water Absolutely. and put the fish in. Absolutely. And, um, and, and if you just go into the wilderness, obviously the, the, the rivers don't need any maintenance whatsoever uh, <laughs> unless we humans come and mess with it. Yeah. So I, I always use that analogy um, to understand what an ecosystem is. Now, all three of them actually have an ecosystem, starting with the fish tank, which I think is far more us putting in effort towards maintaining yeah. it on a yeah. regular basis. And, and, and um, I think that's more mechanical because in that sense of that, we are the ones who are instrumentalizing 
the, the environment. Yeah. And then you have somewhat easier maintenance in the tub. Fish grow perfectly fine, um, but you don't have to mess with it as much. And then of course you have the natural environment where the ecosystem runs itself um, with very little intervention. In each of these, you would find that fish thrive. It's not to say one is better than the other. Having said that, if you look at the amount of effort that you need to put in, in order for the fish to have a good environment, just as much as inside an organization, the amount of effort as managers and leaders you've got to put in to make sure that the organization thrives as well as the employees are able to be productive. Correct. I think that's a fantastic analogy to kind of show you what an ecosystem is. So all three of them have ecosystems. Mm. It's just that one runs by itself, right. one with minimal intervention, and the other one, well, we got to be messing with it on a regular basis. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and that meant the one where you're messing with it too, you control it a bit. So it's not going to expand not. unless you expand it. With the ecosystem, you could, I mean, and you probably can't, but you could, in theory, walk out to the tank and there's a whopping great shark flying around. I mean, you don't really, in other words, what I'm saying is other fish species will suddenly develop. Absolutely. Will suddenly appear due Absolutely. to nature that flies fish eggs through the wind or whatever. But inside, it can't do that because it's all sanitised. So therefore, outside a lot of this um, ecosystem has a chance to grow and develop outside of your control, but still maintain the purpose of what it's there for, which is exactly. that cows fish. So just like a team, the purpose of what it's there for is still there, but it can thrive and grow. And also, I think, Ross, the interesting part about it is the fact that you, you have to be okay about the fact that you can't control everything. I think, I think it takes a while to digest that. It's very easy for me to say this. And I remember when I first became, became a parent um, and, and, and you would like to control everything about your child, right? Um, yeah. For starters, it, it's an infancy. So you, uh, instinctively you feel as if though you've got to take care of them. But, but, but the issue is that even when the child grows up, we somehow don't quite feel that they've grown up. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I then, know I've got three, three. But the grandchildren. The yeah, absolutely. The grandchildren, I know exactly what you mean. You're still parroting <laughs> the children in a, in a way because, because at the end of the day, you can remember when you were parenting and you were that age, but you're still wanting to influence in a way. Absolutely. Yeah, I know, it's, it's very tempting. And, to put your it nose is in. And, but once you get out of that mindset, I, I, I remember um, at some point, um, I try and take a hands, relatively hands-off approach to yeah. parent. Um, but I, I think for, especially for South Asian moms, I think it's a lot more difficult. Um, and, 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 and they don't mean that, they, they mean well, but, but they can tend to be micromanaging quite a bit. So I keep telling my wife that you're not raising kids, you're raising adults of the future. And that's, that, that actually is the case, isn't it? We, we yeah, are preparing right. adults yeah. in the making. And if you take that approach though, you got to understand that you can't control everything. Anyway, you can't control everything, no. for starters. No, you <laughs> you know, it's- And as, as, you you can't. Closer, so, as they get closer to adulthood, that that's even more and more difficult to control. Yeah. Of course, and yeah. and so, but 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 the moment you let go of that, and you understand that you can create even for kids, 
if you create an environment where they can certainly experiment with things to a fair amount, and of course, if they're going to do something completely outside your mind, um, that's going to harm them, um, of course, you would step in. Of course, you would. And I think leaders ought to do that too. But having said that, by and large, if you just allow people to be, instinctively, we do know what to do. We do. Um, might not sometimes be cognitively, but instinctively, we do know mm. what to do. And organization, in, inside organizations, you're, you're not going to, I mean, recruitment policies and frameworks are there where you probably distill the best of the best and bring them inside organizations. And then to treat them like a moron, I think, is counterproductive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so if you just give a little bit of space, for sure, there will be mistakes. Um, and for sure, you know, sometimes things can go horribly wrong as well. But by and large, most of it, instinctively, they would know what to do. Instinctively, they will figure a way out. Instinctively, they also want to succeed. So if a group of people wants to succeed, and you've set direction, and they buy into that direction, I think, just like a natural ecosystem, mm -hmm. things will find a way around it. It might not be the way you want it done, um, but, but they will find that. a way around it. Yeah. it. So as long as you're comfortable with that and you're able to watch that and, and intervene only when required, I think, I think we're better for it. I agree, and, I agree. And, and also, especially in, in today's context, I really don't think, I remember this really, really well, right? So my dad, my dad was working at the Sri Jadhanapur University, one of our local universities um, for 37 plus years. And I remember the first time a fax machine was introduced and he was so excited about this absolutely amazing technology where you could feed a paper from I'm, one end. I'm laughing because I, I had the same experience. I, it fascinated me how a piece of paper could come out of this machine with things written on it when someone else sent it from somewhere else. Absolutely. Fascinating. <laughs> And, and, yeah, and, and you can imagine me as a young kid walking into his office and he runs into the other department, faxes it in and runs back Randy. to his office <laughs> and turns around and says, before I could run, this has come and see, see, the, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And, 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 I, and I remember my dad's work environment because I would be in and out of his office quite a lot. Now, I think that was the last generation that had any semblance of normalcy in a work environment. Work was from nine to five. You didn't bring work home. There were, forget mobile phones, there was not, a, not even a normal phone in our no, home. There wasn't. Great. There wasn't. So if, if you wanted something else done, you had to wait till until people yeah, turned you wait, up. You wait till the doors open tomorrow. That's, that's it. That's right. Right. So work-life balance didn't even come in as part of a conversation. Work was work, home was home. And yeah. there was a very clear demarcation. Well, fast forward to today. How would you manage any of it? Uh, that's, to, that's... To, to tomorrow is just not going to be like today. So in that context, trying to control something, I think, is completely counterproductive. In my dad's context, Control was inbuilt because you knew that tomorrow is going to be exactly like today. Mm. So there's no problem with it. And, and it worked perfectly fine and hats off, no issues with it. But to assume that that same approach would actually work now, I think is a very, very bad judgment call. Yeah, I agree. So we I do agree. need to be involved. Yeah. 
the organizational and, ecosystems. And, and I agree well. with that. And, and, and what you're saying, Vidush, about you just, you're basically letting the, the ecosystem grow and develop itself. It's like, I often, I often say that it's like a wheel, it's spinning. Now, you don't, you don't get there and spin the wheel every three minutes. The wheel will spin itself. The only time a leader gets involved is if this wheel gets a bit squeaky and slowing down, you just go there, oil it, and you move out again. All that lead has to do is oil the squeaky wheel and get the hell out of there. Correct. All that's all there, great. That's just making sure that it all runs smoothly for whatever Absolutely. reason, then stepping out and letting it, letting it spin and head off. You point the wheel in the right direction and it does the work. So that's exactly what you're saying with the ecosystem. It's, it's that wheel. It's creating its own life. It's its own entity and it rolls. It doesn't do something then go back to the leader and then the minute things back and it goes backwards and forwards and turning and throwing. That just slows things down. It's too structured because and things move too quick. Of course. And, yeah. and the thing, Ross, is, and, and, I, and I love your analogy because, see, in, in, in the example you quoted, you've got to understand that whenever people speak of ecosystems, most kind of misunderstand it to be culture. It's a bit more than culture. Culture is the people piece. Now, if you, if you just, um, you know, superimpose um, something like the McKenzie 7S model into it, where, where in, in the middle of it is values, but then you'll have systems, you'll have skills, you'll have the structure, you'll have all of these other things that gets interconnected to the culture. And what Mackenzie's model always turns around and says is if you're fiddling with one, you've got to fiddle with all seven. And that's exactly true with the wheel as well. See, the problem is that we look at only just one thing sometimes. And, and, and I think we make the horrible mistake of always trying to see whether you can fix one thing and everything else will fix itself. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, so an ecosystem is actually not just the people, it's also the processes, it's also the systems, it's also all the artifacts that you have. All of these things mm. contribute to the ecosystem. Just because you have a river doesn't make it an ecosystem. It's the trees that go around, it's the tributaries, it's the type of fish that are in there. It's, right. it's the type yeah. of soil, it's the type of terrain. We can't, I mean, we can have a beautiful ecosystem in, <laughs> in, in Sri Lanka where there are beautiful rivers and, and, and put salmon in them. You know, you can't <laughs> because the environment that is required to grow salmon um, in Alaska yeah. um, uh, is completely different it's to us. It's a slight difference. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle difference. So, yeah. so, the, so the problem is that when, whenever we talk about ecosystems, when you try and practically implement that concept in an organization, lots of people put a humongous amount of effort in creating what they call the right culture. And there isn't a right culture. Mm. And that's the problem. It, there's a culture that suits you, will fit you based on the context that you're in. There'll be systems and processes that suits you. There'll be the types of people that suits you too. That's and we right. make the horrible mistake of seeing somebody else's ecosystem or fish tank. And you think and that works, <laughs> let's do that. And you wonder why, you wonder why it struggles. It's like, uh, I read a book years ago, Management by Fad. It's a fad. Someone writes a book or something or other, and they look at it, everyone looks at it and goes, wow, that's how it, that's how it works. I've got to yep. do that. They go and do it, and it fails because it, it's not them. It's like every individual is a separate personality. We're not all the same. We're not clones. And why people want to clone businesses compared to some other business and clone theirs is beyond me. I, 
as soon as well, one we person differs in the employee, if you've got different employees, only one person different in the culture is different. Absolutely. As uh, you're saying, it, you can't, it, it's, all, it's all part of the ecosystem, not just let's put, put two people out and put one in and we'll have the same as over the road, right? It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Of course. And, 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 and the, the beauty of it is that if you really know what you want, if the direction is there, yeah. and you pick yourself against that as a journey, this manifests itself. You have to peg it as a journey. You can't really look at it, look at it from a cycle of, of an annual financial year cycle because yeah. that's far too short. And if you approach it that way, what you have is a half-built ecosystem that is neither here nor there, um, and it doesn't deliver anything. But if you look at it from a journey perspective, sometimes some organizations take a little longer than others, but they are eventually arrive there. And when they do arrive, they have something that is completely authentic to themselves which gives them massive advantages simply because they're the masters of their own destiny at that point because right. the system has kicked in and it takes a life form of its own. So until then, leaders do really need to be patient enough to see the ecosystem come to life. That's and right. when it does, just like you said, the wheels are turning, back off uh, yeah. <laughs> and let it do its work. Let, let the damn wheel move. That's it. Absolutely. Get out of the road. Because basically just becoming a speed bump. That's, that's all you're becoming. But all you need to be doing is giving it an oil and grease occasionally so the thing runs as smoothly as it can move and clearing the pathway in front so it doesn't hit other speed bumps. Because that's all you're doing is clearing the way for that wheel to run as smooth as it can on the most smoothest path possible. Totally. Look, so look, on that, on that note, um, I see we're, we're running out a little bit of time. I, uh, there's every chance Patricia will have you on again, I'm sure. Uh, because there again, I, I, I like listening to your stories and the way you tell, um, express yourself in what we're talking about into a, to me, a, a more palatable way to understand it. And that's, that's how I see it. So well, well done. I enjoyed having you on. Thank and you. to listeners, uh, Songs by List, thanks for listening to us and we'll, we'll be back again sometime soon. Thank you. Mm -hmm.